here we are now in the hut where I write. I've been in this hut for 30 years now. Well, it's important. Uh, before I start, I like to make sure I have everything around me that I'm going to need. Um, cigarettes, of course, some coffee, chocolates. And always make sure I have a sharp pencil before I start. I have six pencils, and then I like to clean my writing board. So many bits of rubber. There. And then finally one starts. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. And thank you for listening to Cheat Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. For the greater good, he, he said excitedly as he stared into the camera looking at uh, his friends within the picture so that uh, eventually Sean then said. Oh, I was going to say whatever you were, you, you were going to say, I was going to say. <laughs> Pensively, he, he uttered his remark. Yet Andrew giggled in the background as the smiles continued on Sean's face. <laughs> yes. Perfect. You did exactly what I was hoping you would do. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Sean then said, this is episode 455, and tonight we're talking about the wonderful world of Henry Sugar, he said. <laughs> he said. said, right. And you got to break the fourth wall. You got to keep looking at the camera. Well, I've been looking. You, yeah, 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 yeah. And I... I <laughs> so I have to like look off camera when I deliver the line, and then look at the camera. When I, well, he, I said, <laughs> "I am Sean Allred." Wes Anderson is so weird. He's so weird, but I love it. Okay, I have to ask. We're going to do the normal intro, I, and I, I've, I've interrupted the show multiple times recently. But I have to ask: Yeah, is this a normal Wes Anderson film? Yeah, pretty well. No, he doesn't do the 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 storytelling like you know where where it's a script, right? You're reading right. every bit of the script, but it's very... It's very Wes Anderson in yep. in its makeup. Yeah. And, okay. and, yeah. I mean, I could tell by the color palette yes. and and by, like, the, the stage direction, right? It's a lot of people staring at the camera, delivering dialogue. Yeah, um, that's, that's but a I, lot of I, it. This is my first Wes Anderson film I've ever seen. Really, I've never seen. Oh. I've never seen any of them because they There's look so, so many good ones. I know. They, well, there, they look really so are. weird. I just didn't. They just didn't appeal to me. They all just it's, look so strange. It, it's like finding a, a different piece of candy that you like that in a jar that you normally wouldn't find it in. You know, it's like it, it's you know going to a bar, a, a, a thing of chocolates, and finding a Twizzler stick. Okay, it's that's kind of how I like it. You know, it's like it, it's just different. It's just completely different. But it kind of itches that that taste bud every now and then. Yeah, I mean, this is this has put me in the mood to want to watch some more of his movies. Yeah, yeah, I well, don't blame you. One of my favorites, and I recommend that if you if either of you haven't seen this or listeners haven't seen this, uh, the French Dispatch is phenomenal, and the music to that is great as well. Is that a new one? I it is. Yeah, yeah okay, I haven't seen that ones. one yet. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, wait a minute. Is that Wes Anderson? I need to make sure. <laughs> I say I, I feel like I've heard that. I'm before. pretty sure it is, yeah. Um 
Is that? Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just making sure, because I, I had a moment of like, oh my God, maybe that wasn't him. Yeah. But no, it is. <laughs> um, it really is. It's one of my favorite ones of his. Uh, and really because of the, the music. Huh. And it has uh, some really cool actors in it. The Jeffrey Wright guy who plays uh, yeah, you Jim got, Gordon. Yeah, you got yeah. Benicio Del Toro, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Uh, Tilda Timothy Swinton. Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Owen Wilson. The, uh, the camping one. I'm not sure which one that is. The uh is that the um oh gosh. Uh it has Bill uh, I'll say most of them it. have Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, He's like a Wes Anderson. Yeah, the well, Royal, yeah, he has his favorites for sure. The Royal right? Tannenbaums. No. Grand no. Budapest Hotel. Cousin no. Ben Troops screening. No, that's not it. What is it? Moonrise Kingdom. It? Yeah, Moonrise. Okay. Moonrise Kingdom. I'm just reading off the, the things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I've heard the Grand Buda, Budapest. Grand Budapest is pretty good, too. I will say this this movie, I actually watched it last week or some. I watched it again yesterday, but there's there's others on on Netflix, like 13 and 17 minutes long, and uh, it has got me watching them as well. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, The Rat Catcher and Poison are the two oh, that okay. I've seen. Started this, I think it's called The Swan, but um, they're all Ronald Dahl um, shorts. Okay. So, well, anyway, no, sorry. Let's, let's talk about this movie. Well, now we... let's do this first. I am Sean Allred, your host, and joining me tonight is Andrew, a man who never forgets a face, Jimison. Yeah. Uh roll 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 rolled roll rolled. Rolled <laughs> Roll doll. Is it rolled doll or Ronald? Ronald. Doll? There's no in. Oh. But a horrible. I, I didn't know that until yesterday. Or actually maybe it was Sunday. And uh I just always assumed it was Ronald Dahl. Me too. I've been um, calling him Ronald Dahl all day today. Yeah. Now I feel like an idiot. Well, I did too uh, until Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now I feel like an idiot because I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, well, it happens. Um, uh, also, I like the the fact that your uh, your face is frozen. So yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. Mine is frozen. Oh, oh now, now it's back. Now it's back. Yeah, yeah. you you were oh, okay. You were you were frozen there for a second. So that was kind of fun. Uh, okay, uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, Sam, we need to use the word mooched more. Vector. <laughs> we do. We do. Here, let me throw this brick at you. <laughs> I still have the scar <laughs> on my leg from it. <laughs> and of course, you have to show it. Uh, well, I'm not going to show it on camera, but uh, <laughs> I do have a scar on my leg, actually. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so how am I going to die, Sam? Oh, the brick. Oh, yeah, the brick's definitely going to... Oh, you're just going to kill me with a brick. Yeah. Or okay. he could levitate 18 inches, and then you could break, break his meditation, you know, oh, his yeah. concentration, and yeah. that 18-inch drop would... Would hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think 18 inches is probably just enough to, like, like take the breath break out of Break his you. coccyx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to Pro- say provide that. a short bruise. 
Yeah. A little bruise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. All I typed in was how to P R O N and it autofilled pronounce roll doll. <laughs> <laughs> so it's row and then it says U H L D. So rolled. 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 Rolled doll. D A A L. So it's kind of like when people try to say the word rural. 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 Okay. Rolled. 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 It's so two syllables. Rolled. Okay. Okay. Rolled. Very cool. All right. Yes. So this is the movie that I said earlier, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. We came about this movie because... Uh, well, we recorded a couple nights ago, and I realized during the recording that we had no movies for November. <laughs> and so while recording, I asked the, the, the you guys, same, you weren't here, of course, you were uh, yeah. in uh, the Great White North. And so I said, hey, guys, what do you guys want to do? And Andrew suggested this movie, to which Sam said, yes, it's fantastic. And I had never seen a Wes Anderson film. And I also was intrigued by the fact that it was only 37 minutes. It's a short film. Right. So I thought, <laughs> well, we technically have never done a short film. Yeah. So for the yeah. podcast, it is both our first Wes Anderson film and our first short film. We've done short movies, you know, like yeah. hour 30, hour 20. Uh, I think that Russian film we did was like an hour and 15 or something. But this, yeah. is, this is a true short film. This is 37 minutes. And... Boy, I am so glad you guys uh, suggested this. This was just really all. Oh, I was in such a it's not a bad mood today. I just was just kind of feeling bummed out, and it's one of those like, you know, someone was like, "Are you feeling all right?" I'm like, "Nah, no, but I'll be okay because I got the podcast tonight, and that always cheers me up." Um, but I had I watched the movie basically during my show prep time. <laughs> uh, that I allocate before each episode, so I pulled AKA clips. AKA his toilet time. Yeah, so yeah. I was pulling. Cl- well, I can't. I can't pull clips while I'm doing that. But I pulled clips while I was um, uh, while I was watching it this time. So just to make it a little bit more efficient. But <laughs> this movie was such a treat. <laughs> so I just want to say this real quick. I just want to say this real quick. So you guys, you know my rule, right? And again, listening, listen, the listening audience knows this too. If I take a lot of notes, that usually means I didn't like it. If I take few notes, that usually means that I enjoyed it. I wrote two notes on this movie. <laughs> Only wrote two notes. The first note was, hey, it's a stage play. Yeah, very mm-hmm. much so. I mean, this is, yep. I mean, with moving sets and stage hands and guys, you know, what, like pulling stuff. I mean... And also, it felt like it really feels like an amateur stage play because the camera's uh-huh. kind of shaky and some of the movements of the camera aren't smooth and like perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even the audio is kind of bad. You know, when someone walks off camera, their audio disappears. Yeah. And yeah. even when they're in camera, it's not studio quality. It's just it's them. only the... in the focus yeah. of, of what you're It's like they at put now. a microphone on the camera and whatever that microphone picks up is it. So you hear you hear floor reflections, you hear you hear everything. And yeah. and I'm sitting here like, oh, what a cool, bold choice. And my second note, seriously, the other note is towards uh kind of towards the end of the movie when um uh Benedict Cumberbatch is standing there, he's he's on the left side of the screen, and Dave Patel walks across. Uh he's not the doctor, he's the accountant, Dave Patel. 
Dev Patel, excuse me, not Dave. Uh, yeah. Dev Patel, he's the accountant. And he walks over and he stops in the middle of the shot and then looks down and realizes he hasn't hit his mark. And then he takes a step over and then stops <laughs> and looks going. down. And then look and then he hits his mark. Like he's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like a high school play where you're looking down to hit your mark. I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. I was it's rolling. So <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. So good. It cracked me up. He had to look for his mark. I paused the movie and was looking for tape on the floor. Because <laughs> that's how they mark the floor for on a stage. They do do glow mm-hmm. tape. Um, mm-hmm. so that the actors know and they use different colors so that they know which scene or which uh, actor or whatever, right? So I'm look. I was literally looking on the floor for tape, and they didn't have it. But he knew which tile he was supposed to hit. <laughs> oh yep. my god! It just made me so happy. It 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 brought me back to my days working theater. So it was. This was such a treat. So I'm I'm very happy you guys recommended. Gosh, could it. could you imagine this in theater though? Like you could do this in a theater. Oh, easy. Mm-hmm. But the dialogue. It's I like I, it would blow my mind. Someone to to memorize these lines. And oh right! As they yeah. are would just because there's basically what three different voices that have lots mm-hmm. of lines and it's just it'd be awesome if you could pull it off. It really yeah. would be. There there is lots of dialogue, lots of dialogue, and, lots. And there's because yeah. they're and they're and they're and they're long shots. They're just these shots of them just talking at the camera. And yeah, and well, there it's it. Well, we'll get into to our individual reviews, but it's literally you're getting a story read to you. Yeah. This is, this is storytelling in its purest form, right? It's, it's straight off the page uh, of one of these, it's not Ronald, but doll books, right? It's it's straight (laughs) off the page. And I love that style. I don't, I never thought I would, but I, I had, I I really enjoyed the storytelling aspect of it. I really did. Well, I mean, and who doesn't want to have, uh, Sir Bing Kingsley and, uh, Ben, I want. I want to. I want to say all the other funny ones like uh, um, <laughs> Sour Patch uh, Cummerbund. Cummerbund Powder Puff. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are my favorite. I'll have to. I'll have to Google some of those. Those are some of my favorites. Uh, but having them just read, like, just to say things to you like that, to read a story, like that would be fantastic. Uh, so let's Absolutely. do five board reviews. Sam, go ahead. Yep. All right, I've got two. Um, I've got a. The first one is a flow of wordy pictures. Right, so basically, this felt like a it felt like a almost a tone poem of words, just a constant string of words. Did, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they stopped talking unless it was to make a point. Maybe two, three or four times throughout this entire thirty-something minute film, they. I mean, once it starts, it starts, it goes. Um, but my second one is, and this is for every Wes Anderson film I've ever seen. Makes me feel strange. Yeah. <laughs> there is just something totally, completely off about his filmmaking that just isn't, it's it's not the uncanny valley, but it kind of feels that way a, a bit when you, when you compare it to other movies. He has a style unto himself and it's different and it takes some getting used to, but once you're kind of used to it, I, I kind of, I, I enjoy it. And as I said before, I love this. I love this film. It was fantastic. I'm glad that you guys picked it up for this week. Um, I thought the story was was amazing. I thought, you know, it didn't go where I thought it was going to go, which is perfect. Um, the, the visuals, 
are just I, how can you, <laughs> you, you describe these things? You know, the yogi starts levitating, but he has to move a box uh, around <laughs> that's painted to to match the background uh, behind him. Um, and then it says stage prop or something, production yeah. company or something yeah, it's, it's, like. Because when he, it's just an apple box. That's what that's called, an yeah. apple box with a pad. Yeah. So when he turns yeah. it sideways as the camera, you know, tracks by it, it just says production. Yeah. Like it's, it's so funny. Like I love those details. And I, I think the quirkiness. I'm, I'm glad I don't watch a whole lot of this all the time because I think it would lose the magic. Yeah. Right. But the quirkiness was absolutely refreshing after our month of October. Um, and the movies that we did this past month. So I do appreciate um, the palate cleanser. Um, oh, yeah. This, this, this one provided to us. But yeah. The acting was superb. Uh, you know, half of them looked like almost, it's almost like self-sure rookies doing a great play. Right? So it's, it's you know, I think they just, I did they did wonderful. I thought every aspect of it was wonderful. The acting, the 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 visuals, the direction, the the story in itself. I thought it was a fantastic little film. Okay. Uh, by the way, I found a Benedict Cumberbatch name generator. <laughs> <laughs> of course, nice. there'd be one. So um, here's just a few that I found so far: uh, Brewery Cumbershack. <laughs> Build a bear. <laughs> Build a bear. <laughs> Build a bear bangle snatch. Uh baseball mitt Oxfordshire. Okay. A little too much. Uh billiard ball Chesterfield. <laughs> Blubber whale can take what? Can't beckon. Can't beckhan. I don't know what that word means. Oh dear. Uh, Billy Ray Cunning Snatch, and lastly, Bandersnatch Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have fun with that a little bit later. Uh, all right, Andrew, what's your five work? Well, I have a fast-paced tale of transformation. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um, because you really do. I mean, I love. Wes Anderson in, in the fact that in a lot of his movies, you, you get different stories mm-hmm. that are all connected. And I love the way I love his storytelling ability because he does give you, he introduces a character and then you find out a lot about that character and then it comes back into the main story. Um, and he does this in quite a few films. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is, it's done so well that you don't realize that you're transitioning to the, to a story of another character at, you know, I mean, you, you do because visually you see it and you hear a different voice, but <laughs> it's so seamless that it just feels like we're continuing the story. Um, and then it comes back around to Henry sugar. Um, and it's just, it's like Sam and you both have already said, it's just so brilliantly put together and it's so well acted. Um, and I do, I feel like, I think Sam said it feels like maybe kind of like an amateur play in some aspects. But you think about these characters or these actors, you think about Benedict Cumberbatch and Ray Fiennes and Ben Kingsley. I mean, these are seasoned professional 
actors, Oscar-winning actors, Oscar-winning, who have to actors almost pretend like they are not <laughs> seasoned actors. Yeah, uh, and so in some ways, I feel like it would be more challenging to do something like this at their level um, to try and purposefully miss a mark or you know um uh or look straight into the camera as Bing Kingsley does twice in the or three times in the hospital straight into your soul yeah right (laughs) um but there's so much that you said the dialogue it honestly does not stop yeah it's just constant um and (laughs) almost to the and I the reason I said fast paced tail I had to turn the subtitles on the first time I watched it <laughs> just to try to keep up with everything. And then the second time I turned them off because I realized I was missing a lot of the little things that were the on visuals. screen. Yep. A lot of the visuals because the words were in the way. Um, but I, I enjoyed watching it and I enjoyed the fact that it is a short film because sometimes we, for the show, we get caught in these two and a half hour movies and, it it sometimes can feel like, especially if it's a film we don't like, can feel like work, you know. Yeah. And this yeah. just felt like fun, you know. We were just uh, <laughs> able to watch this and, and and laugh at it, like I said, and just enjoy the storytelling. So I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I I would agree, you know, Andrew too. It felt like this is a perfect marriage for Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. The, the Ronald Dahl, Ronald. God, I'm going to call him Ronald all the time. The Dahl story. And the short frame uh, movie, I think, I think this is perfect. And having watched a couple of the other ones, it's the same way. It's just mm-hmm. a perfect, just a way to to show these things. And it's it's short stories for adults, right? It's kind of like reading a kid's book, but it's for us. It's it's for for our you know our sensibilities as adults, and I love it. I think it's right. great. So, so while you guys were talking, I was I was also reading about the author. Um, he was an interesting man. Um, a little well, bit. He's of, probably in Chocolate Factory guy. Well, he's so he's written several. He has written several um, screenplays. Uh, he he wrote the screenplay for You Only Live Twice, which is a Bond film. Huh. He wrote the screenplay for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um. And he also wrote the story and screenplay for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So he not only wrote the book, he wrote the screenplay for the movie. Um, he also wrote the story for the BFG, which yeah, um, yeah, Spielberg Matilda would, would turn into. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of characters under his mm-hmm. his belt. Yeah, and then yeah, so he he has a lot of. I don't know. For some reason, I, it, when you, when you think about these 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 authors that, that create these these stories, you think like they died before film happened. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you like, oh, they they've been dead for for a long time. But he was a fighter pilot during World War II in the RAF. Yeah. Um, well, James and the Giant Peach is another one I'm, I'm looking up myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was. He's he's done a bunch of stuff. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. And quality stuff that's stuck around. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of writers that they'll, especially children's books, children's writers or, or young adult type writers, that they might write one or two that are really stand out. But you think about how many of his books have been adapted for film. 
uh, and it's really stunning to think about. Yeah. Uh, so my five word, I wrote uh, the perfect way, I guess not the, just perfect way to tell a story. I guess that's six. <laughs> Just I, I, again, the the storytelling aspect of it. As someone that likes to tell stories, I just thought it was brilliant. And then, secondly, was stage brought to the screen. And yeah. now we've seen, uh, we've reviewed uh, a movie that was based on a stage play. Ma Rainey's Big Big Black Bottom was that's true. Yeah, uh, it was a stage about play turned into a movie, but it was still presented like a movie. Right, you know, the camera is amongst the actors. They're not looking at the camera. They're talking to each other. They're interacting with each other. Uh, it's still made like a movie, but the fact, but the stage play part is like we're in the downstairs studio and we talk for a long time. Then we go upstairs to the studio and then we talk and then we go back. Like we don't change scenes very often, like a movie does. Oh. And this was the same thing. We we go to this one place and then you know we're either at the casino for a little while and we might go in and outside, but we don't really change scenery very much or we're in you know India at the I mean like I love the little bit where when he's learning um or Bing Kingsley is learning from the guru and he's sitting in a little chair and the camera is get this wide shot and you see Benedict Cumberbatch sitting there to pull the rope that's gonna <laughs> slide him to the other side of the frame. Just little yeah. things like that were so fun and clever. So I just I really adored this movie. The 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 color palette, uh, very Wes Anderson, uh, lots uh-huh. of uh, kind of pastels um, and oranges and kind of muted colors. Like like it's it's not dull, but like there's there's not a there's what am I trying to say? It's not like there's a lot of vibrant. Like there's lots of colors. Like the background you have right now, Sam. For those that are listening, it's like. You know uh, this foliage, so like green is mm-hmm. it's, it's a bright color, but it's not like so green that it hurts your face. Like it's just, yeah. it's very painty. It painted. is. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like every scene is a matte painting. Yes, there you go. Um, yeah, which is basically what a stage is. There's a, a, a flat is what they're called. You know the backdrop behind a flat, uh, and I and I love like I love how. Like when he walks into the library, when he mooched into the library, you know, like the, the set came down, like like a set, and even there was a tech there to uh-huh. to secure the door so that Cumberbatch could walk through it. I, oh my gosh, the, the the just the the technical parts of this movie were were just I was engulfed into that that moment. Like the, the movie pulled me in to the stage play portion of it. I yeah. I just, I really enjoyed that. Um well, and you think too they had to rehearse all that too. You yeah. know, even though it's made to look like it's not really you know put together, they had to rehearse when the tech would come out and secure the door and just like you would with an actual stage play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the big difference is for a stage play, you wouldn't see the tech. They would right. they would be wearing black and they and would, they do would their, turn the lights off. They would be very deliberate. Well, so and, you wouldn't and a lot of them too looked looked like something you'd see in the 1930s. Yeah, yeah, or or, or you know, like there's something historical to well, them. Well, they they were dressed from the time period of which the story is of being the movie. Told. Or the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so like when they're in the hospital, uh, or not the hospital, like but like the library. That's like the 1930s. 
So that makes sense yeah. why that that guy was wearing like a like a driving cap and suspenders and yeah it it was just all that stuff was just so clever I really enjoyed it and the <laughs> clip there's not a lot of trivia on this thing um, and I was really looking to see if there was any trivia about Sir Bing Kingsley's wearing that big thing and being able to walk around like could he actually see or did they <laughs> just was everything rehearsed so many times that he just had to memorize how many steps until the door, like things like that. I, I, there was no trivia on that. Um, but the one piece of trivia I thought was interesting, that whole, that intro clip that I played was all ad-libbed by, by Ray Fiennes. It was all, yeah, all ad-libbed. So I thought, cause he, Oh wow. They, I, I would be surprised that there'd be ad-libbing with that. Well, basically with, with this type of style, uh, uh, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, the, the way the, the 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 trivia read basically is that the director had given um, Rafe all these you know audio recordings things to study and stu- things to study of him. Yeah. So when yeah. he's in that that they're in that studio, he's just getting into character and he's just kind of doing this little thing. And he goes, "Wait a minute, hold on. What are you doing?" He's like, "Ah, I'm just you know." He goes, "This is great. Let's get the camera rolling. Like start over." <laughs> and so they just recorded it. Uh, of uh-huh. him dig, doing all these little things, and they said they they was like five or six different takes that are all just a little different of of him kind of getting ready to to record, so yeah. or to to write. I mean, and, and I just and I almost wish I knew that before I watched the scene, um, but that was the re- main reason why I picked it to be. A, plus, I just love how it like it like it introed the podcast. I thought really nicely, and you begin, and then the show starts. I thought that was right. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a little credit the, for that. I was just looking at the picture of him, of Dahl. And I guess they took a different approach <laughs> because Ray Fonts doesn't look anything like him. No, no. But eh, it's not too bad. You, I mean, still, you yeah. still get the idea, though, <laughs> yeah. of who he is. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Uh, the room and looks I, perfect. Yeah, and I, I love perfect. how... They may, and I mean, he really was apparently, but I love how they accentuated his OCD and his like uh, meticulousness for everything, you know, as it went through in that first clip. I have six pencils, I have to dust off my writing board, you know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was all of it was just really good. And I hope you didn't ask any, any of your trivia is about stuff on the wall in his room because I wasn't paying attention, but. It's hard to pay to attention to anything but the dialogue. Really. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there, there's, Ooh, so there's much a lot happening. going on. Yeah, there's so much happening, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not sure what else to say because it's a short film, right? So it's, it's not a like, short film. Um, yeah, and we haven't really talked much about the story itself. Uh, you mentioned earlier, Sam, that the story didn't go the way you thought it would. Um, I had no expectations at all. So, like, as the story is going. Because it's funny, the movie is called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, and it feels like two-thirds of the movie isn't about Henry Sugar. Right. Uh, it's about the guru, or the uh, Bing Kingsley, learning this ability to focus his mind so that he could see, you know, create, you know, he has this without X-ray his, vision. his eyes, yep. Yeah. But like I was saying, the, the stories are so well woven together that, you have to have that first part about to him to understand yeah. what's happening with Henry 
later on. Yeah, yeah. You need the context. You need the backstory. I mean, like that's yeah. that's one of the reasons why I love this movie so much because it's like how I tell stories. It's yeah. like because you, you guys have experienced it. I'll start yeah. to tell a story and then I realize, wait a minute, I need to give you a four minute story of context before I can even give you right. the main meat of the story. Of course, usually with me is that once I get back to the main meat, I've forgotten why I started to tell you that, and then I, I just drain, you know, fall off. But yeah, you're right. That's what this movie is. It's this. Here's a guy. He finds a book. We read the book. And so we, in order for him to continue in the story, we have to read the book. And so we, he, you know, we, the book is read to us. And I just, I, I really loved everything about it. I, I want to watch this movie again. And uh, being only 37 minutes, it's easy to do on my lunch break. But <laughs> it, not, it's been, a, it's been a few, it's been a few weeks, more than a few, since we've watched a movie that got me excited to want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, I'm scrolling back through. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons was probably the last one that we did that I like wanted to watch again immediately. And then since then, uh, maybe Bullet Train. So, which was back in mm-hmm. May. So it's been a minute. Uh, anyway, you ready for some clips? I have some clips. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, like this, like this movie. This episode might be kind of short, but um, uh, that's just kind of the way it, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But some of these clips yeah. are pretty fun. Uh, I've already said the word twice. Uh, I just we need to use this word more. He drifted through the house aimless, then finally mooched into the library. <laughs> I love. I've never heard the word mooched used in that context. Yeah, like if I went to Sam's house and then ate all his food, I'm mooching off you, right? Yeah, like that's the only way I've ever heard of that word. But and maybe that's the still that that term is still being used is like he's he's going into the library to to take advantage of the library. I just I love that word. He drifted through the house aimless, then finally mooched into the library. And how you see how the audio quality changes? It's because mm-hmm. he's no longer in front of camera. He's on the other side of the flat. Right. So like the beginning part of the dialogue, the because that noise you're hearing is the set coming down in front of him. And then once <laughs> the set comes down, it blocks his face from the microphone. So, you know, a normal movie, he would be wearing a lavalier and it would be, you know, captive, clean audio. But instead, he's on the other side of a wall. He drifted through the house, aimless, then finally mooched into the library. And that's when the set comes down. I love that. I, just that stuff. Um, uh, this is called I Can't Believe It. For a minute, we kept him in sight. Then he turned the corner and was gone. I can't bring myself to believe it, Dr. Marshall said. I can't bring myself to believe it. I can't either, I said. <laughs> they did that several times in Luke's <laughs> where they, they would. I said the thing, and then he says the thing. I do that sometimes when I'm talking to the class. I'll say, I ask myself, self, why would, you know, <laughs> they, for some reason, they like that. They think it's funny. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? So sometimes I call myself self when I talk to myself. Sure. That's a good dad joke. Yeah, thing. <laughs> it is. Uh, this, this gag also had me laughing out loud. Uh, this this clip is called Fingers Quivering. 
Slowly, magically, but distinctly, a black blob becomes a spade, a twisty squiggle becomes a five. The five of spades. Fingers quivering, he picks up the card and turns it over. <laughs> I've done it. I love this. I love the sound, the sound effect. effect. is so great. It's like <laughs> when I hear that, all I think of are skeletons, like yeah. skeletons yeah. bouncing yeah. their knees together or something. I love the sound. Because <laughs> like that's something like an old radio play would do, like a nineteen mm-hmm. thirty exactly. Radio play. And maybe that's part of it too. It does feel like a radio play. Yeah. Uh, and actually, yeah. I mean, you could. This could be a, a radio play because everything is described. Everything is described. Right. You could. Yeah. You could treat this like a you know a, a podcast. I guess is what we call it now. Okay, hold on. By the way, I have to pause for a second. Have you seen this this tweet that's been floating around where this guy was like. Hey, wouldn't it be really cool if we could like like do a video podcast, but like in person and not record? We just sit and talk about stuff. And then the quote tweet was, "Tech bro just invented hanging out." <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it sounds about right. It's really funny that we keep seeing. Uh, I've seen this several times where like. The next generation, right? So Andrew and I are millennials. Sam, you're you're Gen X, but like mm-hmm. the, the the Gen, I guess Gen Z folk are like rediscovering things that we grew up with. You know, like there was a tweet yeah. by a, a Gen Z that was like, "Hey, wouldn't it be nice if there was like a phone line dedicated to like I could just call you, not not the text or whatever. Like like it was always there in your house, and it was like." She invented the landline, you know, like <laughs> like things like that have happened. And and the other one that's really cracked me up is the is the cargo ships that are now being used as wind powered, like wind powered, you know, ships will, you know, reduce <laughs> emissions. And they're like sailing ships. You you've just reinvented sailing ships. You like it's just really funny. Okay, uh, this clip here cracked me up because not only are we now get have we been getting stage. Uh, direction, we're now getting film jargon in the movie. Henry searched for a vacant seat directly on the dealer's camera left at any of the blackjack tables. <laughs> it was camera <laughs> left. <laughs> Which cracked me up. Now, I would have I would have also appreciated if he would have said stage right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yeah. if he would have said uh, to the stage right, um, I would have appreciated that too. Either way, I I, I paused, laughed, and, and, and so paused and then laughed, or laughed and then paused. I guess whatever. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, idiot. I don't care. Don't you? Not at all. Not whatsoever. In fact, I believe your story, but that doesn't excuse what you did, even the tiniest little bit. I didn't do anything illegal, did I? Illegal. You're an idiot. <laughs> So now because of that, I have... You're an idiot! <laughs> I have that forever. <laughs> oh, uh, more, yeah. more ammunition. <laughs> You're an idiot! <laughs> oh, so next time Sam does something, you know, I'm just going to... You're an idiot! There you go. <laughs> I have that forever. But when he did that, of course, all I could think of is Voldemort. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit of the Voldemort voice, a little bit there. But I also like the, the the quick back and the the real quick um, that that first part. You're an idiot! Oh, sorry, uh, this one. <laughs> I don't care. Don't you? Not at all. Not that that real quick. 
Yeah, I don't care. Don't Not at all. Not whatsoever. In fact, I believe your story. But that I, I just that that real quick. Kind of, it's a little Sorkin esque, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last last clip here. Now that wouldn't be a bad ending for a work of fiction. This story isn't fiction. This story is fact. The only untrue thing about it is Henry's name, which wasn't Henry Sugar. His name has to be protected. Still must be protected. Apart from that, this is a true story, and because it's a true story, it must have the true ending. I like that. Yeah. Also, if they spoke at normal speed, this would be like a forty-five minute movie. Uh huh. And according to the Academy, anything over forty minutes is a feature le- feature length film. You think that he asked them to speak quickly for a running time, or you think that's just the style he was going for? Just the style would be my guess. Yeah, I think you're right. You're an idiot! Okay. Now, now for some more bad news. Ready? All right, well, it's time for our game. Uh, this is the game called Hey, Did You Notice? This is a game where Andrew has found little details in the background and is going to ask Sam and I, did we notice them? And probably not, but we'll find out Yeah, today. Yeah, this is not going to be... A good one tonight, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, Sam. Last week we uh, we we I end I end up winning by point uh, three uh, yeah. of a point. It was a third of a point. A third of a point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Which was the only thing scored. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So some of this is from dialogue, not just from. Did you notice something visually? Okay. But. I thought, you know, the dialogue is going so quickly. I wonder how much of it we actually take in. So that's this first one. Who's going first? Uh, Sam will go first. All right, Sam. How often does Henry Sugar get his hair trimmed? Oh, once a week. No. No. Oh, okay. It's once every 10 days. Yes. It's once every 10 days. Oh, once every 10 days. Got it. I knew it was a short reign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once every 10 days. All right, Sean. As uh, Dodd is walking down the hallway with his face wrapped up, he heads towards a bench. Something can be seen printed on the wall above the bench. What did it say? Uh, uh, I have no idea. Uh, get your flu shots. <laughs> Sam? Um, it, uh, uh, watch your step. It said, please keep your hospital clean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Sam, the doctor says that MDAD's show lasted two hours. What okay. acts went on before MDAD's act? How, can you tell me how many? There are, he mentions four others. God. Jugglers, magicians. Um, a tiger wrangler and a snake charmer. <laughs> All right, Sean. How many? He got a couple of those right, though. He, he, Sam, well, I, I'm not going to say until he you... Sam got the juggler part right. Um, I remember the juggler. I remember. I also remember the the sword swallower. They went all the oh, way the sword stomach. swallower. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dang um, it. it was the juggler, the sword swallower. The snake charmer sounds kind of like it would it would be a thing, but I don't think that's what he was said. But it sounds like, you know, uh, <laughs> regionally correct, but I don't think that was it. Um, it's a juggler. It wasn't a mime. 
was in the was there acrobat acrobatics? No, no. Yeah, those are the only two that I remember for sure. Was the source the the sword swallowing and the juggling? Okay, so you both got two. Oh, all right. Nice. Okay. So juggler, sword swallower, and snake charmer. Sam said snake charmer. Okay, that oh, was accurate. Okay. Heck yeah. Yeah, and the other one that nobody mentioned was fire eater. Oh, fire eater. Okay. Which is yeah, it's just it. so dumb how my brain works because while Sam was reading them off, like when, the ones you were saying, I, I had fire breather in my head and I just forgot to say it again. Dang. <laughs> That's <laughs> all okay. right. I'm still winning by a point. All right. Uh, Sean, this is yours. Yeah. Ray Fine's uh, character, or his, he also plays the character of a policeman, mm-hmm. as we just heard. What's his badge number? Uh, what is his badge number? <laughs> Are you serious? And it's not just his badge number. It's it's like on his shoulder in giant. Yeah, it's giant it's super obvious. It. And I looked at it and thought, eh, it's too <laughs> obvious. Andrew won't ask me that. Oh um, my gosh, it's too. I I but I don't remember it. Uh, six nine six nine. I have no idea. <laughs> Sam, um, you know, and I have no no time to go look it up. Um. I would say four five two eight one. It is X five six eight. Yeah, X five six eight. Yeah, I see it here in the picture. Yeah. Dang. All right. Um, you know what would have been a good question also to ask in that very same shot, Andrew? There are the... there are umbrellas in the behind Ray finds in the hallway. How many are yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's Gosh. three. Yeah, I was gonna say it was three. I caught that, and I, that's not one of the questions, but yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I, I actually have two more questions, um, just because I wanted to see yeah, if you noticed this. Wow. Um, so, in the same scene where the policeman is there at Henry Sugar's house or apartment, his uh, his apartment number is shown on the door. What is his apartment number? <laughs> I just had just that to... picture up, and I didn't look at it. Is um, this to me or to Sean? Uh, this would be to you. 18? No. Apartment 18? No. He's on a higher floor. I would assume that the, the, the like, like 416. I don't know. Six. Six? <laughs> Just six? <laughs> Apartment number six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so the last question, and this one I thought would be kind of obvious, but I wanted to ask it anyway. As Ray Fines is playing Roll Doll. And he begins to tell the story of Henry Sugar from his armchair. There's something above his head that's missing in this picture that reads two words. What does it I say? I got this. I got this if Sean does it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't know it? No. It's happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, yep. nice. Yeah. Because I noticed that too when I saw your picture. I was like, wait a second. Just have the happy birthday message up there. Nice. That's why I chose this picture <laughs> <laughs> because it's missing that banner. <laughs> Very cool. So there we go. I don't know who won. I didn't keep track, but I think we tied. We Actually, we tied. Actually, yeah, three, three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um, Botany Cumbersniff appreciates. Nice. <laughs> uh, or Bunsen Burner Charmander. Yeah, that's a good one too. Bunsen Burner. Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. Um, the only other piece of trivia I wrote down was it also re- reunites Ray Fines and Bing's, uh, Ben Kingsley thirty years after Schindler's List. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give this movie a score from zero to ten. And uh, we start with Andrew. It's a 7.4 on IMDb. I'm going to go probably uh, as many different names for Benedict Cumberbatch as we've mentioned and say 8.5. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. I got Okay. Sam. Yeah. It's the perfect little tight box. It's, It's a gift that is perfectly wrapped with no extra space. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.67 out of 10. I can't really disagree with any one of you. I, when I saw the score on IMDb, I thought that seems a little low. I wonder, I wonder who didn't like it. There's people out there that absolutely hate anything Wes Anderson does. Like it doesn't matter what he does. And they don't, they don't get it and they don't appreciate it for what it is. And I get, and that's fine. It's just one of those like, well, then don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, like if you've watched, you know, it's just like like I've watched two or three Ben Stiller movies. I didn't like them because of of the character he always plays. So I don't watch more of them. You know, yeah. you know why? Why? You know, now we are going to force Andrew to watch uh, a Nicolas Cage movie in Christmas uh, in, in December, but. You know, it's different because we're forcing him to do it. So it's not like he's seeking out Nicolas Cage movies because, you know, he hates Nicolas Cage. Uh, anyway, my point is, is that I'm also going to give this an eight Fair. and a half because this is a really good movie. And uh, I'm I'm going to you know suggest my wife watches this with me again. I, I really enjoyed it. And again, it's also you know short. It's what helps. So, yeah, that gives us a score of 8.556. And... Uh, that's one of the higher movies we've watched in a while. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Uh, right? I have to go all the way back to Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade to get uh, near that score. Uh, yeah. And then even farther still, Guardians 3 and then Top Gun Maverick. So, but not that we've done any. We don't have... I'm trying to... Uh, so, I'm, I'm scrolling back here. If you... <laughs> besides Halloween Ends... Which uh, Sam got a score mm-hmm. of three point zero six. Oh wow, that bad, huh? Yeah, we did not like this movie. Uh, and- Andrew liked it the most at four and four point eight. Wow. Okay. Uh, C- uh, Chris and I both gave it twos. Well, that's um, too bad. No, I feel bad for Andrew because I totally didn't remember that he hadn't seen any Halloween movie. Yeah. Oh that's no, the first one. <laughs> so. That was oh, a, and then, yeah, okay, because it, it did start out on a good good note, or at least... Yeah, the Halloween deep, 2018, so. we we both liked, you and I, I remember, we enjoyed, and then yeah. Halloween Kills, kind of, whatever, but Halloween Ends is... is and yeah. I know that some people, I've seen a few people online that really, really like that movie, and that's fine. Like what you want to like. I have no problem with that, but I just didn't at all. Yeah, but, you do need to watch it at some point, Sam, just so that you can add your score to the thing. Because I'd be curious what you would what you'd score it. And plus, you need to see how this the series ends. Yeah. Um, the, Let me check that out one of these days. Spoiler alert: It ends. I'm sure it ends. It, just don't tell me. It does end, but it's just. Ugh. Anyway, uh, that's it. So, not realizing that this movie was such a high dialogue, fast paced thing. Oh no. 
Uh, I scheduled an Aaron Sorkin movie next week <laughs> that I've been wanting to watch for, for the show for a long time uh, because I really, really like this movie. So do we change it up and do not a heavy dialogue movie next week and do an action-y kind of thing next week? It's up to you. And then do uh, do the the Moneyball the following? Or Moneyball is the movie. Do Moneyball the next week? What do you think? I'm good either I, way. I yeah. remember liking Moneyball, so. All right. Well, then let's do that. We'll 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 break up the 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 the, the high heavy dialogue, fast paced talking, yeah. with uh with an actiony, slightly horror kind of movie. So next week we're gonna do a movie called Upgrade. And I saw this movie right after it came out. Um, streaming several years ago and was just floored by how good it was. So I'm really excited to see you guys. To, to... I remember an NPR interview about this movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's that's kind of crazy. Hopefully you can remember something. You can bring that to the table next week. Yep. Uh, so yeah, next week we're going to do Upgrade. So stay tuned for, for that. And... Um, yeah, sorry. I got confused uh, for a second. Uh, I was looking at my episode numbering, and I thought that I told you wrong for the episode. We're good. Anyway, that's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, in the meantime, you know, once you're uh, done listening to this episode, go back to our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com. There you can find links to all our stuff. Go visit us on YouTube. Uh, and le- leave us a review there. It would be really cool. Or any interaction. Uh, Sam didn't have any crazy art this week, but this it's a little hard. I was trying to get a Wes Anderson portrait of you, but none of them came out good. Yeah, like, I would get them. None of them look even close to to what you look like. No, so. that's that's fine. Uh, I really, it was funny when I first people started using the AI to make like fake movie trailers. The fake movie trailer of a Wes Anderson version of Star Wars, I thought was brilliant. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And now having seen this movie, it's like, oh, I really get that, like the style now. I really get it. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, go to YouTube and check us out there, and uh, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes and all the other places. It'd be really, really helpful to help uh, help get us noticed. Help us get get those rankings back back up there. On a kind of a weird note, though, that I'm kind of annoyed by. So our the company that that tracks our uh, our downloads changed how they track downloads, and we lost we we have twenty thousand less downloads than I thought we were, we had. So I we were sneaking up on uh, eighty thousand downloads as a as, as for the life of the show. Not anymore, but oh, it's fine. It's. We're not doing it for the numbers. We're doing it for the fun of it, and um, that's okay. It's just it was a little jarring when I log in and go, "Oh, we are way less than I thought." Uh, anyway, that's it. That's the show. So thank you so much all for listening. So next week we're doing upgrades. So on behalf of Andrew, Sam, and Bumber Whale Waffle Smack, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.